to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. So uh, let me just point out, this is our 52nd episode. We've God done a damn. full year, and we didn't, like those more popular podcasts, we didn't take a week or two off in December. Yeah, We just powered through. Was that an option? Could could we have taken no. some time off? No. Oh, well. Our contract wouldn't let us. Oops. <laughs> it was a real fucking Scrooge-type scenario. A contract with big podcast. Yeah, BP. Uh, I, I guess next week would be our one-year anniversary, but this completes a year. We're ending the year. This is like you've started a race. You're clearly not going to win the race, but Coach instilled some real values Coach in you. Casey. So. Coach Casey, Coach Casey, standing on the sidelines, handing you a bottle of urine as you're running. You know, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the people who uh, subscribe for our bonus episodes will know what you're talking about. And no one else will. Well. well I, I mean, that's why people need to get the, the bonus episodes. <laughs> you, I mean, honestly, you're missing out on They're fucking missing out on something like great. gold. Right. Literal gold. You're listening out on a golden shower. Liquid, liquid gold. Liquid gold. That's beaver urine, right? Didn't we establish that? No, it came from a man. Well, Coach Casey oh, said man. Oh, no. Liquid gold was a... Uh, no, liquid gold was a uh, maple syrup. Frozen maple syrup. Yeah, maple syrup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, my friends, is a callback. I do suggest people get the Patreon for that extra story and just to support probably the hardest working news team in the business. Who works harder mm-hmm. than us? I mean, anyway, like say it. Oh, and we and we don't have any spin. No, no, no spin this zone. Is, no, that's I don't. Are we allowed to say that? Is Bill O'Reilly? Didn't he invent? I mean, the we're no allowed spin to say zone? that that's Bill O'Reilly, but it's actually Baba O'Reilly. <laughs> I, was, I almost attempted to hum the keyboard line and then realized that's not hummable. Yeah. I don't think. Sometimes I feel like I am in a teenage wasteland. Mm-hmm. But you're 46. That's why it's a wasteland. Yeah, barely. Barely 46. Right. <laughs> well, who knows how old he is? He's had that damn amulet for uh, so long. Uh, that's it, not it's even, yeah, exactly. I present as 46. It's a real mystery. Mm-hmm. One of the many mysteries that someday may be revealed to the sustained and avid listener of INS, yeah. the International News Service. Uh, maybe I'll want, at one point I'll get into where I got my amulet and what its glowing sigils mean. What, what runic language they come from. Maybe from yes. ancient Babylon. Maybe part of the 13th sign or Phylus or whatever it was. Or, yeah, or, or Phileas. Yeah. Or Phileas. Yeah. Yes. Orpheus. Orpheus, Orpheus. The or, god or, of booger eating. That's, no, it's the serpent bearer. Serpent bearer. Serpent, like Serpentor. Right. Serpentor. So Serpentor. Is there, surely there's a, some sort of giant monster or robot man named Serpentor. Wait, you don't know what Serpentor is? Serpentor no. was the, uh, the snake. Why would I know? The snake, uh, the genetically created snake man that took over Cobra from Cobra Commander. Uh, and who, 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 where, where did his genetic code come from? Uh, I think like all, every bad leader. Yeah. Like Hitler and Mussolini and uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> he comes with a gun and a saxophone in yep. the package. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't allowed to play with toys that had that many opposable joints. Was there what is was there an accident or something? It was a, no, it was a sin. <laughs> yeah. It's a sin. It's like it wasn't yeah. quite Amish dolls where they can't have faces, but I yeah. wasn't allowed to have Because you're not allowed to be that close to human. Yeah, it was idolatry. It's God's job to create man in his image. It's not man's God. Man's job to create man's right in his own image. It's just like a copy right. of a copy. Every time you pick up that multi jointed shipwreck or snake eyes or the others. Whose names I've never known except from the cartoons. Duke. Duke. That was one of them, right? Duke. Yeah, Gung Ho. Duke one. Odd Job. Jaws. 
right? Blofeld. Blo- Blofeld. <laughs> Classic G.I. Joe character. Hey, there Blofeld. really is a Q on James Bond, isn't there? Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. Is that the guy who makes all his toys? Is that right? He makes yeah. all the JFK clones. And M's his, M's his boss. Yeah, that's I, I forget. There's so many letter people. And Money Penny, she she was she dated Shipwreck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And but in a she had an affair with Scarlet in college. Mm. Well, it's a time to experiment. Can we please talk about uh, the? So g- our first story. We haven't even introduced ourselves. Oh wait, we got to do the intro, don't we? Welcome to the international. Well, you would New- think, Kevin, after yes. a year. Uh-huh. You yeah. would think that on the crowning achievement, the the star on the tree that is a year of INS, uh-huh. the angel that a young child was lifted to place uh-huh. atop the tree. The ball uh-huh. the at pinnacle. the pointy part of the Taj Mahal. Yes, uh-huh. the Taj ball. Wait, this is our anniversary episode? No, no, no next no, week. This is, week. No. this is next week's right. anniversary. This is our one this year. We completed a year. This is like a dry run. Yes. This is where we get out all the shitty stuff before the dry really good run. anniversary. This is anniversary Eve. Another famous G.I. Joe. She <laughs> anniversary, was a Eve. anniversary Eve. She showed up at birthdays and shot you with a laser. Wow. Red laser. Because that's how you mm-hmm. knew they were evil. It's okay. You had a parachute. Yes. What, uh, the point I'm trying to make, Kevin, is yes. that you would think we would be a little more rehearsed. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison along with... I... And Brian Camp. I'm Mike Wavy. <laughs> <laughs> did someone did someone leave and rejoin us? I'm here. Uh, he left and rejoined us, much like the Babylonian tale of Gilgamesh. It's the audio man with the cans in your earphones. He doesn't have titties. Okay, fucking weirdos. Mark Ryan. Hi, everybody. A true serpent bearer. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a serpent bearer. I'm a scorpion. A scorpion you, king. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, is there a vinegaroon bearer? Ooh. Oh, they are a kind Ooh. of scorpion. Nah, nah eh, yeah. They're better than a scorpion, though. So, uh, does that mean I'm not a Virgo no more? You're a Leo. Does that mean I'm not a Virgo no more? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's, a, that's a good question to ask. I'm a Leo. Well, that's something. Well, what am I, then? I can't remember when your birthday is, Brian. The, the spheres... Brian's birthday is next week. On you are. Is it next week? And that's right, date wise, right? No, you're way off. Is three weeks. I mean, that's closer. <laughs> it would have to be, right? <laughs> or it could be further away, you know? Yeah, like, what if it was last week? It's tomorrow. You inconsiderate assholes. This whole time, I've been waiting for you to wish me a happy birthday and mail me an anniversary eve that I've always wanted since I was a kid to complete my G.I. <laughs> Joe collection. I sent thirty vinegaroons to your house. I have, I do have a gift for you. I'm going to go show it to you, Brian. You just want me to bring it over. I want, oh, I want you to. I want to see it, and I want you to bring it over because the inconvenience okay. is part of the gift get it. to me. Let me All go right. get it real oh, quick. No. You guys keep talking. All right, you're you're Sagittarius then. Oh, what does that mean? Does that mean Sagittarius? Is like that is a ooh. You're a sage. Uh well, you know what? I think that kind of fits, and I think anyone who listens to us is like, yeah, that's they probably would have called me as. A sage, so a wise you know, person. The then. last time I saw Brian in person, he bought some sage. I did, and it smelled like garbage all over my house. Mike, <laughs> oh shit! Here yeah, I am. Oh, you're... there you are. Well, this is in reference to what job did you have that you learned about UFOs, and then never will tell everyone about them because you're stingy with ufology. Snow cone I, sales. I, I was in snow cone sales. I also uh, was in the Navy. That's, that's true. That's a thing. That is so true. in honor of your service, I oh. got this for you. It's uh, uh, it's this. <laughs> and what does it say, Brian? <laughs> it says naughty by nature, but the naughty is spelt in a uti so it's a fun play on words with nautical i believe and above the by in the long box it appears to be a maybe a, a clove hitch a knot yeah, it's a clove hitch cloverfield hitch mm. in honor of jj abrams masterpiece <laughs> it's a, it's awesome. a wooden sign uh it's about yay oh cool so you can put that on your I can put that on my desk desk at work so everybody knows what they're getting into. Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's fun, but it also lets people know that you can kill a shark if you have to. 
I I mean, we all could kill a shark if we had to. But you especially have experience killing sharks. You've killed them before. Yeah, only by poisoning the ocean with toxic materials. Well, kind of a slow, <laughs> a slow. Although it would be like I always imagine. Nonetheless, I feel like the funnest way to kill a shark would sneak up and jam both your hands and its gills on mm -hmm. either side and just hang on because it couldn't get you anymore right and then it, you would it couldn't you could. process the water or whatever it does yeah I, th I think that would be a fun way to kill an animal <laughs> <laughs> so far do sharks go down yeah i feel like you could just dive and you would get the bends I bet you'd kill it first. You only get the bends from coming back up. No, you wouldn't get the bends at all because you got to be down for a really long time. Because the bends is just, it's nitrogen expanding your joints as you right. raise too quickly to the surface after being underwater at depth for too long because the nitrogen becomes pressed into your this tissue. Is, I'm sure our listeners really want to know this. Look, we have a lot of professional divers who listen to the show and we got to set the record straight for those guys yeah, and gals. A of, and a lot of people who are interested in getting into diving and sharks and knots they're diving for the treasure of the serpent bearer <laughs> <laughs> so our first story comes to us from usa today oh hmm. that's and for our international listeners that's the united states of america today so today. this is not going to be for us an international story yeah. i'm not quite sure why we're still covering these but let's go texas is known for its extreme weather including hot dry summers and frigid, icy winters. On Christmas Day this year, it was 85 degrees or 29 degrees Celsius. And as I was typing this a week later, it was 32 outside or zero degrees Celsius. That's freezing. Thanks, That's Brian. freezing. That's freezing cold. Freezing cold. Literally freezing cold. Yeah. You heard it here first. What, what freezes at zero, Brian? Right. What freezes? Uh, fear. <laughs> <laughs> that a, that's a line and you've got to be writing some fan fiction no, where... that's a line from the Jack Wharton trilogy <laughs> right. it's from Jack Wharton in the Alps mm -hmm. oh is that have you struggle with some sort of sort of inner interpersonal turmoil that's holding well, you back you in know, the cold the character's been you know famous for being afraid of yetis and <laughs> oh, right. Sasquatch right reference in the early films and then, yeah 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 when he goes like Tell you one thing about me, I fucking hate Sasquatch. <laughs> so when he's forced to fight Yetis, you know mm -hmm. some of that phobia comes out because he's afraid. Or of, the ab abominable snowman. Abominable, abominable snowman. Mm -hmm. He's afraid abominable. of what they're gonna do to him if they catch him because it's cold out what do you there. Mean? Like what would the what would they do? <laughs> well, I don't get they, it. You know, I mean, because it's based in in reality. So these okay. these. <laughs> You know, in the in the beginning, we see it's just like a villager. Uh, uh -huh. he, that's like the op the cold open of the movie, literally cold open. He uh, mm -hmm. sure. these these yetis come upon this camper and they just rip all his clothes off and they just hold and they just one holds him up, uh, but over a mountainside and he's buck oh, naked no. and his legs are just flailing all around and all the other yetis are just going like. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then a couple, uh, a couple like wolves come up and howl in laughter. Oh man, that had to be awful for that yeah. fictional character. So, yeah. none of that crazy weather, whether in the Alps or in Texas, compares mm. to what happened in Texarkana, Texas, on December thirtieth. Ooh, why is it called Texarkana, Kevin? Because it's on the border of Texas and Arkansas. Oh, fascinating. The employee of a Texarkana car dealership explained it best. Quote, there was a loud crack of thunder, and when we opened up the bay door, I looked outside, and it was raining real hard, and a fish hit the ground. Apparently, the city was rained on by fish. What had happened is that a water spout formed on the nearby Lake Texarkana. A water spout is a kind of tornado that can form over bodies of water, and this one swept up hundreds of fish and thousands of gallons of water before dumping them over the city. The city wrote on its Facebook page, quote, 2021 is pulling out all the tricks, and added, quote, while it's uncommon, it happens, as evidenced in several places in Texarkana today. 
Isn't this USA Today just covering up for another of God's miracles? Mm-hmm. It's not what's happening here, mm-hmm. or at least a plague. It's God. It's God saying that women shouldn't be wearing jeans. <laughs> this is, yeah, I think if you look at the chart, fish from sky yeah. equals women in denim. Women, yeah, denim jeans. Denim. It says it's so clear in the Bible when it says women ought not wear pantaloons of a man, but the dresses mm-hmm. of a of a lass. Ephesians four fourteen. Ephesians. Yes. <laughs> That's the book. That's, a, that's the book. That feels like the the fourteenth, four fourteen, Babylonian astrological sign. Um, this sounds just like a real uh, southern fried rednecky movie magnolia. Oh yeah, the damn frogs, right? Yeah, those were big frogs. They were huge. Were the fish as big as those frogs? I don't want little frogs. I don't. They didn't. I couldn't find any fish pictures, which is strange like, to me. You couldn't find any fish pics. They probably don't allow modern technology like cameras into their shows. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was their thing. Aren't they all Luddites uh, and boring music players? Well, boring music players. I'll, I'll give you that. Sorry, Mark. I don't know anything else about them other than boring music players. Who's boring music players? Fish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not they're not good. E h i s h. I don't. We should probably take that out. I don't want to upset. Yeah, I don't want to upset anyone too, because I know that some people love them, and I don't like to talk smack about artists. I support your. I support everyone's right to love shitty music. Mm, only mine. <laughs> Brian, you can love all the shitty music you want. I don't know. I think it's. I don't have to support somebody doing something I don't like. I think. I think I'm allowed to dis, to dislike what they do and them for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> the way I was raised. There. And tell there. them that they need to quit and that anybody who likes them does not get invited to any of my birthday parties. Right. I haven't been right. invited to one of your birthday parties in like six years. Well, maybe stop listening to String Cheese Incident. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Hippie. Quit riding that unicycle all over town. Yeah. I don't I just can't I can't walk away. I would like to clarify, Kevin. I'm I'm fine with people listening to any kind of music they want. I'm to. not. Mm. Mike just wants people to listen to his music. Well, yes, because it's the best of all the types. <laughs> <laughs> Our next story comes to us from Belfast Live. The best of all the types. Uh, yes, of music. Uh-huh. That's a. That's Do I a, need to spell it a, out for you? Very... The best of all the types <laughs> of music. No, it's very concise. It. I like your confidence. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it comes through. I'm sure it comes through in your music. They hooked. (laughs) They hooked a bunch of mini brains up to. (laughs) This is last week. A CD player, and they played. Doctor Mechton involved, and they played some of my stuff. They played some Fish, (laughs) Kevin's favorite band, String Cheese Incident, (laughs) uh, Led Zeppelin, The Who's. Mm -hmm. And just all the mini brains responded with 10 out of 10 for me and, you know, anywhere between four to eight on all those other bands. Did you, did you play any dubious scientists for him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's one and it was like there's one weird brain who loved it. The one like yeah, there, there right. was a brain that sat in a in a checkerboard Petri dish. <laughs> and I had so- a little fedora on <laughs> That's right. The dubi- it was just dubious science, right? Was it dubious science or dubious, dubious science? Dubious, dubious science was the ska yeah. band. Is that callback right. to uh, know, six months ago? Well, that's hey, why man. if you're a, if you're a hardcore listener, you, you think you get fucking paid off, right? That's right. This this year ending episode is a real treat. Yeah, to the loyal to the loyalists. Yes, I think that story was cut actually, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> <laughs> It's just in our memories. Anybody well, else Mike is. referenced it on his other podcast as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that canceled that's, the podcast. Yeah, on his canceled podcast. Well, whatever. The good people of France and Norway and Denmark and Ireland, of the Balkans, the Falkland this, Islands, of Fiji. The Falkland Islands. Of Australia. There's that one person in Antarctica who we think listens Ted? to those good people. Yep. This episode is for you. So this next story, 
takes us to Northern Ireland. Not this story, though. The other parts of this episode are for you, but this is just... This is just for Northern Ireland. This is gravy. This next story takes us to Northern Ireland. Hell yeah. Had a bit of an uptick in UFO phenomenon last year. Ooh, and it also started getting into international news service. Uh, coincidence? I think so. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know if we get any listeners in Northern Ireland because it's part of the UK. So it just. Part well, of they're the trying to spy on Southern Ireland. That's just Ireland. In the south. In the south. The south. <laughs> yeah. Mike was being descriptive for people who might okay. be looking at a map. Yeah. Okay. And Kevin, just so I know, I'm so listeners, yes. what does UFO stand for? Yeah. Unidentified flying object. Okay. In 2019, police in Northern Ireland received just four reports of UFOs. Don't you mean bobbies? Bobbies. Uh, Since it's they the UK, in are they the bobbies? Belfast, in Belfast Live, they referred to them as police. Belfast Live. Yes. Mm. It could be Belfast Live. Is that the one where they do all the funny characters on Saturday nights? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... That's Saturday Night Live. No, that's mm-hmm. what we have here. But over there, right. they have their own version that we actually stole from them, where it's like oh, sketches wow. and characters, and uh, there's like a, a young, like a young cast member covered in tattoos that dates all their celebrities over there, oh. <laughs> inexplicably. <laughs> so in 2019, police in Northern Ireland or Bobby's. Mm, thank uh, you. Received just four reports of UFOs, but that number jumped to six in 2020. And in 2021, it jumped again to eight sightings. Yeah. These include a sighting of a UFO with flashing lights in January, two sightings of UFOs in May, two more sightings, including one caught on closed caption TV in July, a report of aliens in the bedroom in September. A mental patient reported being abducted in October and a report of, quote, unusual bright lights in the sky in November. Those numbers, as we say in the bodybuilding community, are solid gains. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> when it must be nice to live in a place that just sees more UFOs. That's I think that's neat. Uh, yeah, I would like I wish I was I wish that we were seeing more ufos here you saw a ufo mike i did well, see you i saw UFO. Yeah. five there's like five of them in the night sky but you you later identified them correct no you never identified them no that was well no that was the elon musk space train but when i was a kid i was walking across the field and i saw these five lights and each one was like it was real weird they like changed from red to blue kind of fade into green fade into yellow fade back into red stone cold sober this is before i got involved in uh the edibles world and uh they but and each one was like they were it's weird they were like they were like in a formation but then they just it was like they were playing they just like like move around and, and kind of like go up and like in different ways. And it was just like, they were kind of like floating around and moving as they went across the sky. And, uh, and it wasn't that they were like faster than anything that I've ever seen, but they, they just moved in a way that I've just never seen aircraft move. And I've looked out for, I never saw anything like that before. never seen anything like that after. Have you ever read a UFO account that describes them? The, that account that is, describing who whatever that person saw in a similar way to what you saw yeah i, I well the, the movement for sure i don't know about the color so much but you know it's just, i mean especially is that color that fading color thing where it's like man i just feel like i would see that again on something but it was it was real weird they were like pretty bright lights and it would kind of change from the lights seemed kind of bigger than you than a, a normal plane and just the weird, like, it was, like, yellow, and it kind of, like, fade into blue, fade into, you know, just these colors. It was real weird. And they weren't, they all seemed to move independently of one another? Or did there seem to be a connection between Yeah, they the would move lights? independently, but they would move independently, and uh, but occasionally, like, two would kind of, like, move synchronously. But it, it was just, like, they were just kind of, like, fucking around or something. How high on the horizon were they? Um... Like, was your neck craned back quite a bit, or you feel like you were looking pretty straight ahead? Um, we were in this field. It was in the Jennings Elementary field, mm. Denton, and 
Peter to Strickland, it's kind of a pussy school. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a grade school, so you know mm-hmm. they hadn't started. They hadn't started shipping in uh, felons. But they did at. <laughs> they just hadn't started shi- shipping in twenty-five-year-old yeah. felons like they did at right. Strickland Junior High. But um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like straight up in the sky. Just you kind of you didn't have to crane your neck a ton though, like medium amount. Could you tell how? Did, they, did you get a sense that they were? very far away or close no i mean you know i would have thought that they weren't that far away but i remember i remember one time when there was this crazy thing that it was like a the brightest shooting star you've ever seen ever like shot across the sky and it, and it, it turned out that the next day they reported in the papers that it was a, a russian weather satellite Missile. that entered entered our, our and it landed like in like northern oklahoma but from where i thought mm-hmm. i was like man i bet if i drive you know i was like i bet if and i was too young to drive i think but in my head i was like man i bet if we you know just drive five miles north we can find it you know so it's it's yeah. hard to tell did you get a sense though that it was in Earth's atmosphere or yeah, out yeah. in space yeah. okay so it was it was in like where an, where an airplane might fly yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like I said, like the main thing that was weird about was like the color change and then, you know, and, and also like logically, let's say there were five planes like flying to an Air Force place somewhere. Um, I, in my, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what fucking Air Force pilots do or whatever, but it seems to me like why would they fuck around like that at night? Like, you know, it's like done right. the blue angels. They got to like, look at each other's wings. Well, you'd see more than one light per two. That's so there's, yeah, there's a well, bunch of lights on planes. Let's get back to, to UFOs in Northern Ireland. Shall well, we? I do. This is a fucking firsthand account. I guess <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm curious. I feel like the listener is lucky to hear about possibly the source of my trauma. <laughs> did you, did you, how long did you, did you keep looking at the lights until they disappeared? Yeah, or did yeah. you, were they, were they, so you didn't lose interest. They, Mm-mm, they, no. did they disappear over the horizon or did they just blink out? No, they just, fade yeah, out? they just kind of disappeared over the horizon. Okay. Kind of did went. anyone else see the, the lights? Were you with anyone? There was about five of us. Okay. Are you in contact with any of those yes. four other people? Yeah. And do they still... Do they still hold true to the same story? Is, um, it, or do they, is their experience any different than yours? Well, one person was just like, no, those are just planes. Those are just planes in a very forceful, like, don't freak me out kind of way. Uh, oh. But the other people, the thing is, like, it, was, it wasn't it was like, you know, you always think that when you see a UFO, you're going to be like, wow. But this was more like a, huh, what's that? <laughs> well, that's weird. That's, uh, man, Wow. So nobody was like freaking out or anything. It was more just like a hunt that crazy. And I was definitely checking my watch to make sure I didn't have any missing time, which I did not. Was there ever, so there was never any sense then that the lights were aware of you looking at the lights? Not at all. Okay. It it always felt remote. It always felt like something that you were just merely observing. There was nothing in the, in the record chronicle or anything later about. No, no. And I definitely checked. Interesting. Well, maybe someday we'll have enough time to talk about this very experience, yeah. a, a very uh, interesting life experience you had. Yeah. Let's hear more about these sellouts in Ireland. A journalist who'd previously researched UFO reports for the UK's Ministry of Defense said, mm. quote, COVID-19 and lockdowns may have played a role with people having more time on their hands during the pandemic and perhaps spotting things that previously may have gone unnoticed. He also said that recent political pressure in the U.S. to declassify Pentagon UFO files may be influencing people in Northern Ireland to report UFO sightings. Maybe they're just looking up more. Maybe they're a little more aware. Watch the skies. Just said that. And these are good Irish people that are seeing this phenomena just like I did when I was a kid. And let me tell you guys in Ireland, the truth is out there. Did you report it to the Bobbies? To the Bobbies. They're, they're police, Kevin. The truth is out there. In Denton, they're called bobbies. In Denton, we call them pigs. <laughs> <laughs> we hide our 40s from them on Fry Street. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> However, he said that these reports are likely inaccurate, adding, quote, Sadly, the numbers are still fairly low, and I suspect there's chronic underreporting 
perhaps because of perceived stigma. All right, I take it back. That might be true. And also, like, nobody knows. Like, I didn't, we didn't report anything because, like, who do you, who do you call? And don't say Ghostbusters. Because right. they deal with ghosts. <laughs> who are you going to call? Right. There's no song about that. Right. There's no movie about that. Uh-huh. What about, what about sightings? Or not sightings, uh, uh, communion. Whitley Stryber. Yeah, it was, a, it was a one-off movie. It's not. It's done. A, can you call communion? Is that a thing you can call? You can get it from a can priest. You, yeah, they'll probably get all pissed off because they don't believe in fucking. They they'll say they're cool with it, but they're they're full of shit. Right. <laughs> right. Well, they're just upset that NASA didn't call. Yeah, yeah, them exactly. Prepare for they didn't get paid. Paid to, the impending alien. Yeah, the impending secular alien get invasion. Paid to talk to people about fucking UFOs, you know. Well, the rest of us are, right. you know, working in working the working at a goddamn uh, counter at a at a at a coffee shop in the middle of a hotel and <laughs> casino. So this next story. Was submitted by Mark Ryan. Oh, Mark Tholomew. That's right. It comes from the New York Times because Mark is rich and can afford subscriptions to the New York Times. The Times, the paper of records. Yes. The Gray Lady. The old, old whistle house. <laughs> <laughs> this next story comes from the old whistle house. The old whistle house. Birthing and caring for babies in the middle of a pandemic has not been easy for parents, but... Now some parents are seeking out a way to commemorate the trials of the last two years with jewelry made from breast milk. (laughs) Well, I think that taking care of a pet during the last couple of years is probably harder than taking care of a baby, but I'm sure I'm sure that there's some difficulties in there. Right. It was, this is a new pet, like a puppy you had to older dog. I can see how that would be very difficult for you, Mike. Jeez. For you. For you, it'd be real hard. No, it's so. difficult for everybody. No, I mean, but yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but I'm a person and I'm in the group that is with all of humanity that to have pet yeah. that have a pet that they have to take care of. Two pets, am, actually, cat and a dog. So. Right. Is that an indoor cat? No, indoor, outdoor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's right. a lot of. Don't you have a lot of raccoons around your house? I got to deal with the raccoon situation too. Yeah, you got a lot. Got a lot to take care I of. I got possums. There's an owl that lives in my neighborhood. Oh well, owls are cool. Don't that's a good thing to have around. I think they're lucky too. I know, but it still work. <laughs> How is that? What do you do for the? What do you, owl yeah, what do you work? What are you doing for the owl? You cleaning up pellets? Feed him tootsie roll pops. <laughs> 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 yep. Yep. Is it always three? Yeah. It, uh, pretty. Yeah, pretty consistently. Oh. It's, sometimes ah, yeah. it's a bit off. If we, right? We are. I. I think. I don't know. I think it's always three. Sometimes we lose. We lose count talking. Wise. He's probably a Sagittarius. Wise old owl. Ah, yep. not anymore. Now he's a Leo. Oh. <laughs> well, as long as he's not a serpent bearer. No, but he kills serpents. Can we talk about this last episode. <laughs> Kevin, you better stand by because we're going to be talking about this for the next year. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of. We, we better learn how to spell or how to pronounce Ouroboros Urpolis? or whatever it was. Ouroboros, Urphalis, Urphabicus. What was it? Ophiuchus. 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 Oh, Ophiuchus. That's not a name you want. You know the other the other uh, zodiac signs are like Opiuchus. Can we just get back to the news? Yeah, please? now we better get back to the news. I'm. Two companies called Keepsakes by Grace and Mama's Liquid Love. (laughs) Hell, (laughs) yes. Make custom jewelry incorporating breast milk, which mothers seal up and mail off to the companies with their orders. That was going to be a callback to dick oil. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Can you get get the jewelry, but it's not jewelry yet? Can you you pick the breast milk? Can you pick the source? Well, no. So they they bottle up their own breast milk and mail it off. Well, can I get something from them? There, you know, there's probably websites for that. I would like to. Uh, if uh, please, if any listeners want to send me some some bee milk, um, <laughs> send me some of their BM. <laughs> <laughs> please send it. <laughs> any ladies? Yeah, please send your BMs my way. <laughs> Hit me up in hit me up in my DMs with your BMs. 
<laughs> the owner of Keepsakes by Grace said, quote, A lot of my orders come from clients that are either suffering through a hard time or they're weaning and they're not yet ready. A lot of it comes from that. Almost like a desire to continue, but either they can't or they decided it's time to stop. The owner launched her business in March after months of experimenting with making jewelry from her own breast milk and eventually landing on a method that involves dehydrating it to make a powder, then mixing the powder with resin to make a stone. Jewelry prices range from $60 to $1,500, and the owner of Mama's Liquid Love reported selling 4,000 pieces in 2021 alone. Good for her. Yeah, that's a that's a good scam. I guess it's not a scam if people want it, but... It would be a scam if they just threw out the breast milk and went, here's your stone. I think, and which is 100% what happens. Oh, that's My guess is there's a big box of breast milk jewelry pre-made, and they get a container in, toss it in the old burn pit out back. Send it to Mike. You know what? They could have a side business sending it to Mike. <laughs> He's in the market for BMs, I ladies. Need, I don't need that much. I just need some for like a holiday party type situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> What holiday is coming up that you drink breast milk? Well, I mean, not eating one soon, but have y'all ever had eggnog the way it was supposed to be? (laughs) Like traditional eggnog? No, No, what's the recipe for that? I mean, you can figure it out what I'm talking about here. No, no, I kind of want to... What is in that? You got uh, rum. You got a splash of vodka. You have a uh, a cracked open egg. Mm Mm-hmm. Just uh-huh. floating at the top with the yolk. <laughs> about okay. uh, and, up at and you. about a half a pint of breast milk. Oh. Um, <laughs> throw a little throw a little cherry in there. Oh. And you stir it. You don't shake it. Uh, yeah. Some people will say shake. Oh. No. Stir. Stir. At least if you're, you know like James Bond. Well, it's more right. like a like a Northern Irish Irish way to do right. it. Um so it's not a milkshake. Yeah, it's not a milkshake. It's not some, you know, it's not some it's not something for Milkster. children to drink. You and you put it in like a sort of a villain's goblet and you, you know, <laughs> you, you right. hold it like with a, a palm open with the stem going between your middle and forefinger and yeah. you slowly sip and then you and you laugh at your enemies while you're doing it on Christmas Eve. Well, we got to wait a year, but yeah. I'm game. I need a villain's goblet. That's yeah. That's something that I realize I don't I don't have at hand. Yeah. That's too bad. So our last story comes to us from Business Insider. And this story was submitted to us by Sharice. Oh, Sharice. This story is also COVID related. The latest unexpected social phenomenon that sprung up from the pandemic has been negative Amazon reviews for Yankee Candles. Yankee Candle is a Massachusetts candle company that sells large glass jars containing scented candles that, when lit, fill any room with scents like cedar, balsam, or apparently, I looked this up on the website, beach walk. Oh, yeah. Mm, I love the scent of beach walk. Also, Yankee Candle is the stereotypical last-ditch gift for a relative you don't care that much about. How many did you get this year, Brian? I don't get gifts. We talked about the G.I. Joe thing. Really? Never? Never? Well, I don't get I don't get gifts I don't cherish and adore. Mike is holding up the gift he uh, bought for Brian. The sign "Naughty by Nature" is a gift that will I might I might be buried with that. I mean, it's, it's you know it might be the first time in my life I've received something. <laughs> I I see "Naughty by Nature" with the little little the knot. Uh, on there, I see that as a, a tombstone inscription. Mm. Wow, people, because people will know, like, ah, oh, he's dead, but he's fun. So, with you <laughs> saying that and then giving that uh, to Brian, is that like you saying tombstone is coming soon? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, but you know, I, I do give gifts that you know, there's, it's more than what's just on the wood block, and that's the and. The, the woodblock is a gift. Mm, yeah, That's you can beat the shit out of someone with this thing. Yeah. It is yeah. heavy. Is it really? It's got sharp edges. No, it's hollow, but it's it's got sharp edges. <laughs> I could fill it with lead, I right? It with I could lead. put pellets in it. Yeah. I could kill somebody with it. Fill it with lead. You could probably, you know what? Line it with plastic and keep breast milk in there. Yeah. 
Could I jam it in a shark's gills if I wanted you to? You could jam it in shark's gills for sure. Yeah, yeah, it would, would fuck up a shark's breathing thing. In fact, that was the original ending for Jaws. But then they went with the explosion because, I don't know. They just didn't have the technology to show what it would look like on the inside of a shark with a small little naughty by nature sign. Because Quint had Quint from fucking Jaws. That's what he had. He had one of these little wood blocks. And it was tattooed on his on his back, his whole back. It was like a back piece. Right. So uh, new reviews have flooded Amazon saying that Yankee Candles suddenly have a barely noticeable scent or no scent at all. Mm. In order to determine what was happening, an assistant professor at Northeastern University charted the complaints for North the top East, three. Northeastern University? Northeastern what? Northeastern University. No, what Northeastern what though? What is that? That's just a direction. That's a direction to the university. If you go northeast no. far enough, you will come across the university. Due north so university. Where they're studying Yankee candles. Mm. You know where I would like to go to, to university is Bermuda Triangle University. Shit. You go there and you get a full four four year diploma, come back, but it's only been six hours. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a mystery of the unexplained. That's a man enrolls in university. We both, you know, we both have said university without an article in front of it. And I feel like that is British influence. Or Irish. Irish say it too. I like to think Did I'm... they say it? Yeah. All right. Well, then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, assistant professor at North- Northeastern University charted mm. the complaint for the top three Yankee candles on Amazon. He tracked when the negative reviews began, and how much those complaints increased per week. His graph showed a sharp spike around December, just as the Omicron variant led to a new wave of COVID cases in the U.S. This isn't a new phenomenon either. Last year, a researcher at Bryn Mawr College found that Yankee Candles... Great. Okay, yeah. Led Zeppelin school. (laughs) It's real school. A researcher at Led Zeppelin College. What, uh, what, what, Yankee... you know, what, what, did, what, did they, what did they have at fucking at Stairway to Heaven College? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you what Jimmy Page discovered. Because, uh, you know, he's got a lot of candles. Uh, I'm sure he does. He found, Jimmy Page found Yankee Candles dropped a full star in their ratings between January 2020 and November 2020 with the majority of negative complaints finding their candles suddenly had no scent. Well, it sounds like they got a problem on the line. They've got like a mm-hmm. production problem. Maybe they need to get some quality assurance folks out there to make sure they're putting the the scents and the candles. Yeah, or, right? or a bunch of people have COVID and they're uh, mm. blaming their lack of scent on a Yankee candle. Look, if I if I put out a subpar product that didn't have the scent it was supposed to, I would blame it on people who oh, had yeah, totally a, a quote unquote illness well, as well. Requests for comment were given to Yankee Candle, and they. Declined to comment on the reviews. They know it's yeah, up. Yeah, because, you, well, I mean, in Yankee Candle's defense, uh, anybody who goes to the trouble to review anything, especially something that costs $20, is a fucking psychopath. Anybody that reviews anything <laughs> on the internet is a fucking psychopath. You're reviewing candles on the internet? <laughs> Unless that candle fucking exploded and killed one of your kids. You don't need to fucking review a goddamn candle. You worthless human. Very strong opinions on people who just want to help protect their fellow consumer. From candles? (laughs) (laughs) Well, sure. Why not? I I agree with you. What if it was food? What do you mean? Well, I mean, you, you, I mean, still like maybe like if you go to Yelp and you look at a restaurant, Uh, maybe you can glean a little bit of the idea if a place is maybe good or maybe bad, but you're a psychopath. If you get on Yelp, if you're going to get out there and you know, every fucking Yelp review has a story about how the first time they went there, it was great. My daughter was teething back at home so i needed to get in and out like why do we need that fucking story it's just it's just sadness it's just pure sadness do you think it's it's just a cheap way for people to get a writing prompt i think there's a lot of reading a book on how to become a writer and it's always you know well find something to write about and what what's better than 
a review. You know, I'll tell you the last, I don't, I don't argue with strangers online anymore, but I did mm. fairly recently because it sounds like you still do then. I did for the first time in like years, years. Okay. Yeah. Like since like, like midway into or early into Trump presidency, I was like, you know, wait a minute, this is not going, this is stupid. No, there's no point. Um, but this dude, uh, this dude, there was a, there was an article on local Denton establishment, J and J's pizza. Oh, I like J and J's. Uh, J and J's pizza, which was an old, uh, for the listener, there was a, on the town square, there was this quaint little pizza place and it was like, okay, pizza or whatever. And, but there was a, they, there was a basement and there was, uh, they did, they did shows, they did music shows, they did comedy shows there for, oh, well over 25 years. And it was, and it was a kind of a mainstay, uh, kind of DIY-ish venue of the town. Like a re- they ever let you play there? Oh, yeah. I mean, Gamblers played our first shows there, Skeleton Kids. Uh, yeah, I think all my bands pretty much played down there. Um, but, like, you know, it's just amazing. So they're closing down, and they do an article about it in, in like, the music column or of some. And because it's on, Of course, everything's online, too. And it was just about the history of the, the venue, and they talked to a lot of people who played it and, and you know, where it was going to go and where shows were going to go now. And some fucking dill hole gets on there and just tells this <laughs> just this long-winded thing about how he went, and the waitress didn't pay him enough attention. And then when he got the pizza, he didn't like the pizza enough. And when he went and asked for... You know, they said it was going to be, they said it was going to be $19, but when he went, they charged him $24 and he couldn't figure that out why that was. And then he went and asked and then they had to get like the manager and the manager come up and it took a whole 10 minutes out of his life to make sure he got his fucking $4 cheaper or whatever. And it just ruined his life. And he's glad the place closed because of that one experience with his pizza. And so I wrote in and I said like, Man, you are a real dipshit. You you know you need to stick to places like Applebee's and and uh, TGI Fridays. That's more you your just speed dog. His two favorite restaurants. Well, then he was like, I don't go to places like that. I go to Campisi's in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then I really went off on him and and just was just like you know if you think that that's like a high quality fucking place, that's what, exactly what kind of a douchebag you are. Let me tell you this: every waiter or waitress mock you and makes fun of you because you don't tip and you suck and because he made a big deal about how you didn't tip there and i was just like they all know you from the second you walk in with your fucking crocs and your and your shorts when it's too warm and the only thing he responded to was i don't eat at those places i eat at campisi's like he there was there was no response to like the shorts what he looks i just i just i just imagine what he looked like and i 100 I, I mean he didn't have to confirm it i knew by the speech patterns and uh so yeah i mean it, of course you're the guy that gets on a fucking music article to talk about how the pizza was kind of stale and the girl with the pink part of her hair didn't talk to me enough right i'm white right. Well, well that's not fair doesn't she know that like, i'm white wait, and overweight did john stossel just is this andy rooney <laughs> no this is john stossel oh okay yeah that's fair <laughs> That's my rant of the evening. Well, that was a little bit of a Mike's. That is a little. I did get a little. I did get a little Mickey Rooney there. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a little Mickey Rooney there. A little, little Mickey Rooney. It is. It is strange to write a review of a business that you know beyond all doubt is no longer a business. Like, yeah. Like why? What? What conceivable purpose is there yeah. to writing a pizza story about? Uh uh-huh, you went out of business, I win. I think that was kind of it. Right? Like uh like he's been holding a grudge for that long. It was like four years ago that that, that his, ah, his that's a bummer. horrible pizza incident happened. That guy wakes up himself every day. That's punishment enough. Your kids hate you, sir. <laughs> they weren't they they didn't get COVID this Christmas. They just don't like you. So this episode drops on January 19th. Does anybody have anything coming up? I'm going to track that motherfucker down and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> you, you are getting, you are getting, I, I think, genuinely irate. <laughs> I'm going to find out where he lives and I'm going to go and I'm going to get the exact recipes for a J&J's pizza and I'm going to make them exactly perfectly, except for I'm going to take a shit on the pizza. 
a human shit from my bowels and I'm going to eat Indian food and I'm going to shit on the pizza and I'm going to find out where he lives. I'm going to knock on that door and go like, hey, sir, you just got a free pizza. It's from Campisi's. <laughs> and he'll go, oh, Campisi's. I got an old fashioned there one time. My fingers are getting sweaty. I better get to it now. This is Ed Wynn. <laughs> this, this motherfucker is so fat he can't bend his fingers. <laughs> like, he's not even that fat. It's just that he's like got fucking meat fingers and he can't just, bend them. Just what liquid collects in his fingers. It looks just... like fucking Howie Mandel blew up a rubber glove. That's <laughs> what his hands look like. He's going to pinch, pinch his hands together just to hold a slice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of his hands are all just sweaty. It's, yeah, that's his sign to hurry up and eat. My hands are getting. Oh, well, sweaty. it's not just his hands; his his fingers sweat. <laughs> <laughs> is it an is it a, is it an accurate? Is it kind of a thicker sweat? Oh, for sure. He he's like George R. R. Martin, but with without the ability to write erotic fiction about shiny penises, shiny penises, and and three-way sex and quail eggs or whatever. A lot of quail egg talk in those books. What if it's not sweat and it's just thousands of pustules exploding all at once and constantly? It might be that or his hands just might be covered in uh, penis oil. (laughs) (laughs) I think the preferred term is dick oil. Dick oil, yeah. I mean, I was trying to... Maybe maybe you can get some jewelry made. Yeah. Hey, oil jewelry. can we do that, Kevin? If we get if they did breast milk jewelry, can we have mm-hmm. uh, dick oil jewelry? We'll see what we can do. Just find an old sock that's got some stuff dried up on it already, right? You no, know, I mean, because it should be easier because, you know, they say blood is thicker than water. Well, cum is thicker than breast milk. That's the other thing <laughs> that they say. They do they say that who, all the who time. Who says that again? Uh, well, I think it was started by the, uh, the Visigoths. It's an old saying. Oh. Wow. Back to Visigoth time. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. When was yeah. that? On uh, 27.94. <laughs> that's, that's right. The age of the Visigoth. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Checks out. <laughs> <laughs> it happened in what is now called Europe. So this episode drops on January 19th. Does anybody have anything ah, coming up? The 19th up? of January. Yes. January 19th. January 19th. Well, let's see. Well, my trip to San Francisco to do comedy at Sketchfest got canceled because of COVID. Did it really? Yeah. They canceled They canceled Sketchfest. Um, I mean, they canceled, canceled the whole thing. Well, once you weren't going, what was the point? Exactly. Well, I mean, they can't. They COVID canceled it, and then I was a result of that not happening. So the fallout, the collateral damage. Yeah, I thought you couldn't make it, and they decided to cancel. That it. probably would have happened, but I was I I agreed to do their little their little party festival. That sucks, man. I'm yeah, sorry. COVID's really biting my dick lately, and producing and producing penis oil. <laughs> <laughs> the only way it's the only way that you you can't produce it anymore mark uh you have a show coming up next month don't you with mike yeah with mike february 25th february 25th yeah. i believe in denton i'm good at, i'm good at remembering dates week to week in denton texas i have three members of ins that show brian you should come to that show too and then we can oh, take yeah. where's it gonna be yeah, the team ruber gloves where's it gonna be oh you banned you banned from there <laughs> Uh, no, not there. Uh, what what day is the twenty fifth? What is that? It's a Friday. Oh, it's a Friday. And was, will that be a Viticon show? Yes, if we can pull it together. <laughs> if I go to Denton, Texas, to see a show, and you're the reason that the show I go to see doesn't happen, I will be furious. <laughs> I can't imagine anything more infuriating than a waste trip to a place that. I really have almost no reason, except for Kevin, to go oh, to anymore. My mom lives there. She lives in Corinth. That's true. <laughs> you got recycled books and records. That's the best place on Is earth. I thought that place went out of business. Nah, man. No, it's still around. Still around? Happiest yeah, place on earth. Great, amazing, amazing comic and graphic novel section. I'm going to say that Oh, right man, now. I've... Always something good there. My early love for books was fueled 100% by recycled books and records. Yep. 
Me too. It's still it's still great. Uh, I I've, I got I, I got a, a friend a uh, a autographed Jeff Jeff Foxworthy eight by ten. Wow, that's awesome. Where else so, are you gonna find that? Where else are you gonna find that? Probably name one other store. Probably in not for a for a dumb amount of money. I mean, they, you could find it other places, but it would be probably truck stops. No man. Truck I will say this last it. time because I went there when I was on break. Uh, and were you on holiday? I was on holiday uh, from uni. Uh, it's university, mm-hmm. I call it. Um, yeah. The metaphysical, spiritual section was a little bit cleaned out. So I don't know. I don't know what was going on yeah. with that. It was yeah. a little cleaned out. They usually have more. Yeah. But maybe people are Working on maybe hex. people are uh, holding on to their occult novels. Or their occult, uh, not novels, but their occult. They're just selling out of stuff because of QAnon right now. Well, maybe. but QAnon only believes in dumb shit. They don't believe in cool shit like Bigfoots and uh, fucking Bermuda Triangles and shit. There's a lot of chatter uh, in the community, as I'm sure you're aware, Mike, as an avid sound bather, mm-hmm. that there's there's some special interest groups that are going around trying to buy up a lot of hard to find reference material for the metaphysical world. So that might they might just be another casualty of big medicine, big pharma trying yeah. to shut down. How is the you know, how's the animalistic community, view. the astral astral magician community, the AM community dealing with that? Well, that's the that's the more antiquated term. I don't mind being called an astro, being called an astral magician, but we we try to call ourselves quantum magicians. Oh uh, yeah, these days. I, I mean, I guess I understand because right, astral puts it makes it a little woo woo, a little spacey. Right, right. It's a it's a legitis, legitimacy thing. Yeah. So we we go with quantum magician. You know, we're we're hanging tough. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of forces aligned against us literally uh, but we're right we're we are armed with the tools though ley to, lines ley lines to harness the energies mm-hmm. of of earth and science and the physical world around us and the spiritual world at times necessary to to protect ourselves so we're, we're doing okay we're, we're hanging in there yeah i think we're gonna be all right well I'm, how's it with the sound bathers you guys well in the sb scene you know mm-hmm. we are a little it's adjacent to the bm scene well, no, I, I will say, SB, the sound bathers, we do, I mean, part of the thing is you get together, you want to rub on some bowls, you want to you want to get some glasses filled with water. What do you, and, what do you and, rub on the bowls? And uh, it's a sound bathing thing. It's you, you wouldn't understand. Um, you get a bunch of glasses of different amounts of liquid in there and lick your finger and rub it on the top there. Get some, get some good tone. We, we we rub each other's we rub each other's rims and uh <laughs> we have glasses at different uh different you know there's different amounts of liquid in each one you lick your finger uh-huh. and then you rub more rims in that in that order and right. uh and afterwards um it's like going like i was saying it was like going to chiropractor but for your chakras okay so your chakras are in line and sometimes you are exhausted so what do you need you need a big frothy glass of bm and you just <laughs> you you know sometimes you're mm-hmm. drinking it down it's you're you're so into it you're, you know you need that you need that you know that lactose um yeah that female oh. lactose and it's just running oh, okay, okay, okay. down each cheek uh because you know you get it all over your get it all over your tunic and um <laughs> but i am hoping that the you know i am hoping ho- i am hoping oh man that the sb scene will really really solidify in 2022 and make sure that you know that you know the amazons and the and the Alibaba's Alibaba's and the and the scholastic book fairs put mm-hmm. our literature in where it needs to be in front of the people. Your mouth to to God's ears. My lack my BM covered mouth to God's <laughs> ears. So I think that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Is that a wrap? Uh yeah, find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Check out our merch store at Redbubble, where we'll soon be offering Dickel oil jewelry and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Oh, are we gonna are we gonna thank our many supporters from around the globe, from the international community for sticking with us, helping make this for guys one year of a lot of fun, right? A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of learning and a lot of, a lot of laughs. But a lot of I, fun. I will say this. Like Mike was pointing this out last week, so I'm just stealing it from him. But you know, the fact that there are people I've never, like, there's no way I would ever have any contact with from other countries who were like, 
yeah, I listen to your podcast every week and it's great. Yeah. Except for that Brian. Like it really well, touches me. True. Really yeah. hits me, you know, right in the balls. Uh, yeah, and right. I know I went on a big rant about how it's shitty to review food and restaurants, but it's cool. <laughs> it's actually it's cool to cool. review the International News Service and right. give it five five thumb five forks. Give us five forks wherever they should you know what? Get on Yelp. Review us on Yelp. Why, we're on Yelp, aren't say we? That, say that we make tasty BM. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.